I don't know. I started yeah, it like that. Well, I guess yeah, we're going with this way today. Oh, we're going to do it like this. Hi. Uh, yes. I can't. I can't do it. Hello. Hello. <laughs> My name is Aiden the Recovering from Allergies. <laughs> That's how I'm going to do it. My name's Aiden and I'm recovering from allergies. That works. I am Father Little Toes. Father Little Toes. Father Little Toes. Did you rip off? Last podcast on the left with that. That's the only thing I can think of because that song's been stuck in my head all the fucking little day. toes song. <laughs> the whatever his song was, was. Little I think toes. it was Big Toes or Little Toes. I don't remember. It's been stuck in my head all. Everyone's gonna day. think now we're copying. I mean, I can change my name if that makes you happy. No, you just. I guess your father, Little Toes, today. I'm just okay Aiden the recovering from allergies. I, I don't know if you guys can still tell it on my voice. By the way, this is the second time we're recording. Once again, shout out to uh, Soundtrap for fucking us again. And we are running on two and a half hours of sleep and three monsters. Yes. Well, he's running we on two and a half hours ready. of sleep and three monsters. I am running on a good seven hours of sleep um, and about three cups of coffee. I've had uh, two very healthy meals today. I've been drinking my water. Uh, you know, it's very, it's a very good day. It's I've very, eaten a hot pocket. <laughs> you're eating a hot pocket, and you're I've eaten one hot pocket. I'm, uh, I'm still not roll. allowed to work out, so I can't be eating hot pockets. But you can eat a hot pocket. Oh, I can't. Really? I'm also, still maybe if Aiden's camera would work, you could see that I am praising the fuck out of the sun today. <laughs> you're praising the fuck out of the sun. Fuck yeah. Well, dude, also, thank you for the necklace that we got at your birthday. You're welcome. I'm By the way, that. happy belated birthday. shirt and a praise the sun tattoo. Did, you want to tell everybody how old you turned? Old as shit. Old as shit? Everything is popping now. He's 29. I'm going to dox Maybe. that. <laughs> he's, he's 29 now. But yes, once again... The- it's the second time we're recording because I sounded like, I mean, I still sound like shit, um, but I was filled with phlegm and snot and I was coughing every other second. There's always something going on with my body before we record. That doesn't sound sketchy at all. Doesn't sound sketchy? Not at all. Hey, hey Colton, I have a question for you. Yes. What would you do? Like, what would you sell your soul for if you could? Oh, see, that's not a good question because I don't have a soul to sell. Ignoring the fact that you're a redhead, if you had a soul, what would you sell it for? I don't think it would take much. <laughs> like I what? I know what you're going to say, but don't <laughs> think of something else. What a dick. You would, <sighs> for, for dick? No, I called you a dick. You know what? Oh, okay. Yes, I would sell my soul for some dick. Does that make you happy? Remember we were talking about the serial killer that was in Little Rock, Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> and she was severing people's penises off? And yeah. 
you were like, if I fa-, and then one guy found the penis, and you're like, dude, if I found it, I'd pick it up. I'm like, you would just pick up a dick off the street, and you're like, yeah, yeah why wouldn't you? Yeah, There's a lot of reasons why you you Could shouldn't you, just pick up severed penises that? off the street. You pick up the penis, you got your buddy with you, you smack him in the face with it. I would throw up if you smacked me in the face with a severed <laughs> it would, penis. It would be fucking hilarious. No, it would not, dude. It would. I would be project that so vomit funny. everywhere. I fuck, dude. You fucking marines. You guys are like you would get dick slapped crazy. with a severed dick. I would. You know, I'll grab and slap you with it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't vomit. Going back to it, what would you sell your soul for? If you I could, would probably sell my soul to get in my wife's pants. I fucking hate that you say that because you do not have to sell your soul to do that. You said that the last time. I even gave I you mean, a buffer four days to think of a know. better excuse. I said it wouldn't take much to have sex with your wife. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, Satan, you can have my soul. <laughs> you have kids. You've yeah. had sex with your wife before. You have trophies to prove it. They're, they're like, they're One here. One and a half trophies. <laughs> One and a half trophies that you've had sex with your wife. twice. Jesus Christ, I fucking hate you sometimes. I swear <laughs> to God. Like, I mean, I would sell my soul for, I don't know, like, a billion dollars or like two. No, I think two billion dollars. See, but that's simple for you because you have a soul to sell. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Two billion dollars. This, this is all that's hypothetical it. for me. For eternal damnation and for probably about like, what, 50 years of debauchery with two billion dollars. just go to like Not debauchery. I would just like, I would liberate a stripper. One. Um, <laughs> I would like run into a strip club with like a million dollars. And, like, go up to a stripper, not even get, like, a lap dance or anything like that, because I don't want a lap dance. I have a very, very fun, attractive fiancé. I would just give her a million dollars and be like, you don't have to do this anymore. Go make your father proud. And I would leave. So if I become a male stripper, would you save me? No, because you did that by choice. Well, I, they also had to do that by choice. This, this plan exactly. is, <laughs> so plan if I is become a male stripper, not a good save plan. Me. This is a horrible plan. I don't know you started was. this. I'm giving your bitch ass a lot. No, okay, dance. fine. I would, uh, I would donate a lot of it to charity. So now you changed it. Now I feel like charity would be the stripper. <laughs> Let me be more specific. I would donate a lot of this towards a specific charity, um, mainly in like I don't know cancer. You know, I'd sell my soul to you know you know changing my answer again. I'd sell my soul to cure cancer. See, you're trying to sound all high and mighty now. Yeah, I wouldn't. I fucking wouldn't, dude. I, <laughs> you're I full would of two shit. billion dollars. That's it. <laughs> you keep every fucking bit of it. I would. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, none of I get your shit. I would be like Iron Man, though. I could see that. I'd I'd okay pay that. money. That'd be a, a billionaire with a with a suit and fighting crime. I'd be okay with this. Yeah, I feel like you would. I would probably give you some money. To also have like a, some sort of like really tight super suit where you'd be my You're sidekick. Be like, Here's twenty bucks. <laughs> Here's Put twenty bucks. Go get a leotard from the dollar <laughs> store. <laughs> it needs to be in these certain colors. <laughs> it has to be in like green and pink, <laughs> just like an ugly color. Be. There's no other choice. No, no other choice. But why? Why are we talking about selling souls today? Why? Because why? we're talking about the one and only. Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. All right. And this is. Supposedly sold his soul 
to the devil. The devil. The devil. The devil. And this is a very Colton-heavy episode. He did a lot of research. I'm very proud of him. Yeah, and you missed out because last episode, or last recording, I put in a word. I didn't even know what it meant, but now I know what it means now. God, see, that makes me so fucking mad about re-recording, bro. It was authentic. (laughs) You were stupid. I I was like, do you even know what that word means? You're like, no, not at all. (laughs) I just, I found it. I liked it. I put it in. I I put it It in the podcast. And when I looked it up, it made, it was what I thought it meant, but I didn't know for sure. Did we change it in the script? No, I didn't change it. Okay, so I'm going to point it out then. But I'm going to say it differently. <laughs> if I remember. If you remember. Okay. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to dive into the archives today. But before we do that, we finally get to say, here is a word from our sponsor. Can you believe we have a sponsor now? Can you? Right. And the original message from our sponsor told Father Aiden to go fuck himself. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you. You can't be doing that. All right. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm a businessman. I'm about being professional. I am a man of the cloth. All right. Let's be law. easy there. Okay. Let's, you're more the father, I'm more of your local center, okay? We are ordained ordained. ministers. That's why I'm not, I can't look myself in the eye and go, Father Hayden, what is Father Hayden? I need you to fucking do it. I need you to settle the fuck back, okay? I'm here to do research. I'm here to apply that research and give the listeners that are in the car, that are at home, or possibly in prison, I don't know your life situation, if you are... I appreciate you listening to me while you're in the big house, in the jailhouse. But I'm here to provide the knowledge for them. All right, you're you know you're you here need? because what? You, you got you got a fancy exorcism. thing on a fucking website. So did I, bro. So did I. <laughs> However, you did the majority of the research in this episode, and I sound <laughs> hypocritical right now. But that's that's how that cookie crumbles. Speaking of which, have you had crumbles yet? The cookie place? No. What the fuck is that? Are you shit? Dude, dude. No. Dude, fucking settle the fuck to I got. I oh know. my god. You're the one over All right. Here wearing fucking After this. Spiked Crocs with fucking spurs. Dude, okay, so I, everyone, I also have a 3D printer and I 3D printed spurs and spikes for my Crocs. And I you walked outside to walk my dogs. And I swear to God, the guy, like within 15 seconds of me walking outside, another guy's walking his dog. He looks at me and he goes, What the fuck are those? <laughs> Got some spurs in my boots, buddy. But I'm ashamed. I have no shame. No shame whatsoever. But after this episode, though, um, I'm going to order some crumble cookies. Okay. <laughs> and you're going to have some. I'm still trying to stick to my diet, and I'm technically not allowed to lift heavy until my doctor says I, I can. Um, but I'm probably going to go to the gym after eat crumble cookies. <laughs> you can still walk. I'll, I'll walk, yeah. I'll, I'll that's walk a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But today, everybody, we are covering Robert Johnson, the man who sold his soul to be one of the greatest goddamn blues players ever. <laughs> God, I can't do that long. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He sold his soul to be good at the blues. All right. To the devil. To the devil. <laughs> sold his soul to the devil. And. 
like I said, once again, Colton did majority of the research today. So shout out to him. And can you quote your sources for me? Fuck, I gotta find them. Oh my god. I found them. I okay. did founded them. It's you, okay. Didn't you? Don't you have like a lot of? I do have a lot of sources. Yeah. So our sources today are allaboutjazz.com, a brief history of the blues by Ed Cop. Also, santafe.com, a history of blues music. Then we got some books here. Robert Johnson's Robert Johnson Devil's Son by Patrizio. Get it Barrera. out. You can do it. I did did, did it. You know, did, did it. Up jump the devil. The devil. The real life of Robert Johnson by Bruce Conforth. And the documentary on Netflix at the crossroads. At the crossroads. Which is fucking great. If Actually, it's fucking it. amazing. So with these sources, I have a source to add. It is the Hoodoo Bible, the set, which is the 701 Root Doctor's Companion to Black Folk Magic, Herb and Root Work. The author is Mama Marie. Mama Marie. <laughs> and also uh, Wikipedia, filling in some of the gaps that Mama Marie didn't really <laughs> explain a lot. So we had a fucking outsource there so with these sources out of the way let's go ahead and dive into the archives Robert Johnson is an extremely famous blues musician from the 1930s who allegedly allegedly sold his soul to the devil the devil to become a great musician very little is actually known for a simple fact that everyone's stories of him contradict with the other person's story. Before we get into the myth of the legend himself, let's give you a little bit of a background on the blues. Pew, Pew. To the blues. You're welcome for the sound effects. Thank you so much. <laughs> While blues lyrics often deal with personal adversity... The music itself goes far beyond self-pity. The blues is also about overcoming hard luck, saying what you feel, ridding yourself of frustration, letting your hair down, and simply having fun. It originated on southern plantations in the 19th century. Its inventors were slaves, ex-slaves, and descendants of slaves. They would sing these songs as they worked in the fields, it grew up in the Mississippi Delta, just upriver from New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. Which, by the way, fuck you, Louisiana. You stupid piece of shit fucking state. I, dude, fuck you. And what was it? Uh, fucking Sheriff Tisdale, you piece of shit motherfucker. I, you stupid bridge laws. I was going 70. Then the moment you hit like a two foot fucking bridge, you got to drop that summit down to 60 and then speak up to back to 70. But there's no sign that says to do that. So out of staters get fucking, fuck you. Fuck. I'm calm. I'm calm. Are fuck you. you. I, I did not deserve that speeding <laughs> ticket, you piece of shit. I'm you calm. Don't sound calm. I'm very calm. I'm calm. This is cool. the birthplace of jazz. <laughs> and the birthplace of being fucking highway robbed, dude. <laughs> Are you calm now? Sheriff Tisdale, you piece of shit. <laughs> I know you are name, motherfucker. Now. 
I'm calm. <laughs> it is important to note that African-American men had few options for work other than doing backbreaking work or becoming a traveling musician. The blues was considered the devil's music. The devil's music. And who's also At the devil? Sheriff Tisdale. Continue. <laughs> Are you done? I'm done. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I will accept this. Many songs sung in the blues are about the devil. Devil. Himself. Musicians have been criticized for fraternizing with him. By him, we mean the devil. The devil. <laughs> Many people to this day still call it the devil's music. <laughs> the devil's music. Both fans and critics. And if you believe the rumors... Some performers even cut a deal with Satan himself, including the legend himself, Robert Johnson. Robert Johnson. Fuck you, Sheriff Tisdale. <laughs> Piece of shit. Did not deserve that speeding ticket. You think he sold his soul to the devil? I hope he... Ticket? I, mm, I don't want to say what I was going to say, but oh, maybe you fucking... should uh, sell your soul to get out of that speeding ticket. I already paid it. Maybe I, I should sell my soul to get out of that speeding ticket. Which is stupid. Like, you could appear ticket. in court to dis- dispute this, it but. More money. And he knows I'm, in fucking, I'm from fucking Georgia. So, like, I mean, I kind of was about to be that petty and drive eight hours and go 70 on every fucking bridge <laughs> to get to this place just to dispute that speeding ticket, but I chose. A more modest path and pay the ticket and then hate that motherfucker for the rest of my fucking life. Continue. Sorry. I won't (laughs) hold up anyone's time with this. Mm, Fuck you, Tisdale. (laughs) Robert Johnson was born in 1911 in Hazelhurst, Mississippi. He was the product of a confusing childhood with three different men serving as his father before he reached the age of seven. Mama got around. <laughs> Just a little bit. Are you my dad? No. <laughs> Are you my dad? Nope. Are you my dad? Nope. His mother, Julia Major Dodds, and him lived in various plantations in the Mississippi Delta region before settling briefly in Memphis, Tennessee with her first husband, Robert Dodds. The bulk of his youth was spent in Robinsonville, Mississippi, with his mother's second husband, Dusty. Dusty. I feel like that's a downgrade. No one, like, seriously, think about it. You got Robert, this is the first card you play, and then you get Dusty. Like, I feel like there's there's a downgrade. She didn't (laughs) go up. She went down. His name is Dusty. So... I don't know. That's my opinion. That's kind of like being named Tisdale. They're really shit names. There's a little bit. There he learned how to play the Jew's harp, which this is an that instrument. That sounds racist. I'm not it gonna. does, but that is actually what it's called. <laughs> I'm not being a dick, I promise. <laughs> this is an instrument consisting of a thin wood or metal tongue fixed at one end of the bass and then also to a two-pronged frame. It's like a really shitty guitar, basically. He played that and a harmonica before taking up the guitar. The guitar. The guitar. The guitar. Yes. 
Jeez. I used to have a Bible verse on my guitar. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah, and I forgot about that. Look at us that. now. I forgot about that, dude. Look at us now. Dude, I, 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 can your wife send me those pictures? Um, no, she can't, actually. I feel like, they don't I feel like she can. They don't exist anymore. Don't check my Facebook. <laughs> oh, we're doing that? You're so <laughs> doing that and sharing it to the Instagram? <laughs> What's your favorite Bible early verse? Days, <laughs> what? What's your favorite Bible verse? Uh, uh, you can fuck right off. <laughs> In his early days, he was known as a novice guitarist playing street corners. This is when he met Sunhouse and Willie Brown, two Delta Blues musicians who would become musical mentors for him. During this time, it is said that any time he went to play in between their sets, the crowd would be displeased with his skills, and even Sunhouse admitted that his guitar skills were subpar. But, after following these two musicians around, Johnson left, and where he went depends on what story you hear. The biggest story is the one that started the myth, that he sold his soul to the devil, the devil at the crossroads. At this point, you should have heard hoodoo at least once in your life, right? At least once. The first time I actually heard it was when I was taking African studies and cultural studies in college. And yes, I was that guy. And uh, just just letting you know, I learned a lot. Also, it they it did help form my opinion with a lot of things. But we're gonna get we're not gonna get political in this podcast. If you haven't heard of hoodoo. It is a spiritual practice that holds its own traditions and beliefs. It's evolved from traditional African religions and was created by the 500,000 enslaved Africans from various ethnic backgrounds who were forced to come here in an illegal U.S. slave trade that took place between the 1808 and 1860s. All right, as you guys could tell, this shit gets me heated. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. I actually found this part amazing. Because they kept it hidden from their slaveholders. The entire time between 1808 and 1860, they managed to keep hoodoo kind of on the DL. Many of the slaveholders actually tried to force Christianity on them. This in turn helped them spread and grow hoodoo practices. These African ethnic groups had no support system or medical assistance whatsoever. Hoodoo was made by the enslaved as a form of spiritual survival against slavery. They use it as a form of protection. So with that, I do want to take a second and acknowledge these ethnic groups that founded Hoodoo. I am going to butcher some of these names. And I'm going to leave some of them out because there is a long list. There is a lot of ethnic groups. But here are the ones that I believe deserve some recognition. And I apologize once again if I get these wrong. The Akan, the Ewe, the Fon, the Fulba, the Egbo, the Congo, Mandi, Yoruba, and many, many more. It also has various influences, including Haitian, West, and Central Africa. Let's break down the word hoodoo. A lot of people believe the word hoodoo is originated from the word voodoo, which means divinity. However, I believe it came from the word hoodoo. This is actually from the Ewe language from West Africa, from the countries of Ghana and Togo. Hoodoo means spirit work. See how it, it fucking connects? 
it makes a lot more sense to me. Hoodoo comes from hoodoo. It's, to me, it's not that hard. However, I'm not a practitioner of hoodoo. I'm not a root worker. I'm not a hoodoo doctor. But I would actually love to sit down with someone who is and learn. If you are interested, please send us an email at dwellerarchives at gmail.com. I would love to interview you. I would love to hear what you have to say. All right? I want to pick your brain. Let me pick it. I'm going to pick your brain. Hoodoo became one of the biggest and essential parts of African-American occultism. It eventually spread throughout the entire United States, became a huge part in areas of our country, including Savannah, Georgia, and New Orleans, Louisiana. Fuck you, Tisdale. I'm not, I'm not letting that go, dog. If you ever listen to this podcast, I'm, and you're like, maybe that was me. It was you. You piece of shit. Sorry. But if you're supporting us, you are no longer a piece of shit. No, don't support you. Don't support us, because I don't support you. But appreciate it if you're, you know, Ko-Fi or possibly in the future a Patreon subscriber, you dickhead. The people who practice this religion have many names, like I said earlier, but they are mainly root workers, root doctors, hoodoo doctors. I mean, there's there's a list of like ten to fifteen different things, but the most common ones are hoodoo doctors. And what can they teach you? They can teach you how to summon the devil, the devil, the devil. What is needed? Well, you're going to need to find yourself at crossroads. If you have one in your town, good for you. You probably live in the middle of fucking nowhere. This is when two roads meet to form an X. If you cannot put that together in your head. I'm insulting you, by the way. <laughs> you could sell your soul here and acquire the ability to do various things. In Robert Johnson's case, this would be to become the best blues player to ever live. To summon the devil, the devil, the devil, you may need to go to the crossroads a couple times at midnight. Eventually, you'll meet a black man or the devil, the devil. Here is where you strike your eternal bargain. That may sound a bit easy. That's because it fucking is. All right. However, other people are known to bring in sacrifices or trinkets with them to offer the devil the devil in return <laughs> back to robert johnson mm-hmm. after the crossroads after spending as much time away as a year everyone was amazed at his skills with the guitar this is when the myth started about him selling his soul to the devil the devil began the myth says during his time away johnson made a deal with Satan at the crossroads, acquiring his talent as a guitarist, singer, and songwriter in exchange for his soul. I wish I had one. You ginger fuck. It's very upsetting. To debunk this myth, though, is the fact that he learned under Ike Zinnemann. I guess that's how you say it. Zinnamon. Did you just say cinnamon? He's not a stripper. <laughs> it's with a Z. Zinnamon. Zinnamon. Oh, God. It sounds like cinnamon. It sounds like... <laughs> I could go for some cinnamon rolls, though. Zinnamon. We're going to say Zinnamon. 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 Who taught him to hone his skills, and he's also the one that got him playing in the cemeteries at night. This is That's an issue I have. Um, Why? I would say no. Why would you do that? 
if they're like, hey, you want to go play your guitar in the cemetery at night? I would, I would, I'm stopping right there, Chief. What if that's how you Fuck stop no. the zombie apocalypse? Then let the zombie apocalypse come. Because <laughs> there might be another weird person in the cemetery at night playing his guitar. And yeah, I, it's the guy bringing you. <laughs> Dude, I ain't doing it. There could be a guy that just like likes to hang out at cemeteries at night. That guy's weird. Maybe that guy's just strange. Your music. I mean, like that is something we're gonna go do, but we're gonna go do it for the podcast. We're not gonna be yes, like, let's just go hang go out with a guitar while cemetery. we're hanging out. What? So could somebody go there with a guitar while we hang out? <laughs> no, dude. Unless they're like playing something really stupid. Speaking of that, I found a great song for you. I'm gonna send to you. What? What song are you gonna send to me? It's called "The Hand of the Lord." But he constantly talks about how God's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> okay, yeah, send that to me. It's wonderful. Love it. His reasoning for this was no matter how bad you played, they wouldn't complain. Yeah, they would. I would. I'd be like, yeah, get him dead. the fuck out of here, dude. If I was dead, that's the last thing I want to hear, you, you fedora-wearing motherfucker, to be <sighs> sitting on my grave and going, ding, 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 ding. Get the fuck out of here. I'm that's trying to sleep. I don't give a shit. It's a guitar banjo. No, I'm not a fan. Not a fan. Rude. Rude. But back to the myth. It was said that Johnson was a lazy womanizer before this happened. Especially with married women. He also wrote many songs that hint towards the fact that he had done the deed and sold his soul. Three of these songs are Crossroad Blues, Hellhound on My Trail. Common, very, that, uh, that's the one that actually got me to listen to Robert Johnson because of, uh, they talked about it in Supernatural. It's Fun really fact. fucking good. And Me and the Devil Blues. Another part that doesn't help when trying to debunk this myth is that not much is known about him that can actually be held as facts. Partly... Because he used different names in different towns while he was traveling. Smart. So even when it comes to his death in August of 1938, there's many different stories and multiple people that claim to have been with him or seen him when he died. Some say he died in a bar from being given a bottle that was poisoned. One story even goes as far as to say that a man took the bottle from Johnson told him not to drink it since it had already been opened and possibly poisoned. But Johnson snatched the bottle back, told the man never to touch his drink again, drank it, and died. Others claim that it was a long death and that he was picked up by a man who told him he would bring him home, but he took him to a plantation instead, where he stayed for days slowly dying from the poison. In this time, they never fetched a doctor. Some friends even claimed to have gone to see him at the plantation, but didn't get a doctor because they couldn't afford it. But this story doesn't line up, since every plantation at the time had their own doctor, mm -hmm. and the screams that they claim could have been heard, then the doctor would have gone to see what the fuck was going on. Exactly. The other part that's a problem with this is the fact that he, there's not an exact grave location that's known. 
and no one can lead them to it. In all these stories, these people don't claim to have seen any of the others that claim to have been in the room. What is known for a fact about his death is it was written off as chlamydia, which was commonly written for African Americans at this time if the death was unknown instead of looking into the death further. Which so is this fucking ruled stupid. Out foul play at the time. They wouldn't look into it. But most people assume he was poisoned either by a bad batch of whiskey or moonshine or a jealous husband seeking revenge for his wife, who Johnson had shagged. That is the one I'm banking on, by the way. Yeah, Putting that's all, what all eggs thinks. in that basket. Same seas. This is the most likely cause for his death since one thing that is known and everyone says about him is that he loved to chase women and whiskey. Which he had been warned about not doing, especially as a traveling musician. Oh, I get it. Like, chasing whiskey. Like, sorry. That took me a second. I was like, is he chasing whiskey? But then I was like, oh, wait. I'm the stupid one. <laughs> I was like, why? Just go to a bar, my guy. But no, I'm just, okay. Sorry. That was, <laughs> I had a brain fart. Whoopsie <laughs> doodle. I was over here looking. I was like, chasing whiskey. The good thing about re-recording is now you look like an idiot instead yeah, of me. Yeah, I fucking do. Son of a bitch. <laughs> now, whatever you believe about Johnson, whether you choose to believe the myth that he sold his soul to the devil. The devil. To become a blues legend. Or if you choose to believe that he honed his skills under a mentor for a year. One thing's for sure. Johnson is one of the most mysterious men in history and one of the best blues musicians of all time. But even though he was a great musician, he wouldn't be known until many years after his death. He won over many fans when his work was reissued in the 1960s, and another collection of his recordings were released in the 1990s, and it sold millions. Another massive influence towards his rise to fame was the movie Crossroads, released in 1986, written by John Fusco. Fusco? Fusco? I don't even know him. I don't either. The film was inspired by the myth that Johnson sold his soul and followed his story, and also helped to boost the myth as well. There are only two photos of Johnson that have been found since his death. Also, since his death, many bands have covered and copied his style and changed it a little since. When they first did this, it was at no cost. Since he had passed, his music was just out there. No one owned the rights to it. And major bands and musicians took advantage of this, including the Rolling Stones... With their cover of Love in Vain, Led Zeppelin with Traveling Riverside Blues, and Bob Dylan even quoted, if he hadn't heard the Robert Johnson record when he did, there probably would have been hundreds of lines of his that would have been shut down. That he wouldn't have felt free enough or upraised enough to write. Eric Clapton who was considered the most active torchbearer of Johnson, 
And last example is Fleetwood Mac with their cover of Dust My Broom by Johnson. Which I'm probably going to listen to after we're done recording. It's pretty good. It's, it's a banger. I think it's, uh, yeah, it's a banger. pre... Now I can't remember her name. Better go, champ. Yeah, the chick. I don't remember her name. I don't remember yeah. either. It's it's before her, I think. Now, when they found and proved that Johnson did in fact have a grandson, these bands and musicians were all given papers requiring them to pay royalties to the Johnson family. Some were happy to open their checkbooks and give money towards the legend himself for what they had received from him. But... There were some that weren't happy to do this. And one of the ones that weren't that wasn't happy was the Rolling Stones. But they had to do it in the end anyways. Yeah, cuz there's a fucking lawsuit. Yeah, they like, didn't have a choice. His, they lost that one. Yeah, it's his grandson. They tried to fight it. Why would you try to fight that though? Cuz they have a lot of money and they didn't want to lose any. They're, what the fuck? Dude, you can't just write a check? You have a lot of money. They're cunts. Dude, it's like McDonald's. The lady that was like, she spilt hot coffee on her, right? See, I thought that until I realized I looked more into that. But, I mean, I, it was like ridiculously hot. It shouldn't have been that hot. <laughs> um, the, it's like that McDonald's lawsuit. And... They McDonald's was like trying to like stop her from suing. Like, I mean, like they took her to court and everything, and she won because the coffee was ridiculously hot, you know. And they still were like tr- hesitant on paying the money. You're fucking McDonald's. Write the goddamn check and move on with your fucking day. You know what I'm saying? So the Rolling Stones is the McDonald's. And Robert Josh's grandson is the old lady that spilled hot coffee on her. Just pay the fucking check, man. Like, am I wrong? I mean, they paid it. Yeah, but they, they were like, I don't want to pay this. Pay the fucking check. Like, you you stole. Technically, they, they there was no copyright, so they quote unquote yeah, it was just, it was technically didn't steal. Everybody, it was just out there for everybody to use it. Yeah, but no, it's mm, dude, the stupid shit like that that irks my taters. Where I'm like, dude, just pay the fucking guy. Just pay the guy. That's all you gotta do. Don't poke the bear. Pay the guy. You know what you should do when something irks your taters? What? You should make tots. I fucking hate you. <laughs> you piece of shit. That is not funny. <laughs> You're laughing. I am laughing. So. What would you say? What do you think killed Robert Johnson? I, I say oh, it was the... Yeah, poison. Easily. Yeah. The, the guy was poisoned by, obviously, the husband of a woman he bedoodled. Just a little bit. I don't like the... Like, I do get back then, they, they wrote down, like, causes of death were mainly, like, SCD reasons. Yes. When it was the African American community, whether it was SCD at the time, I don't even think that AIDS was a thing. No, um, so they actually they wrote it specifically as racial problems. Yeah, it was racial something problems. like that. That's what they called it. Yeah, but it, what it meant was chlamydia, which was so it's so fucked. There are so many things that are swept under the rug, 
And we are going to be doing a another, um, I would say another episode that's very African-American focused. And a lot of things are, I really don't want to spoil this because I have been doing a lot of research on my own and it, the it's insane. I didn't even know this was a thing. And so we're kind of diving in the past of like crimes that happened where we're from. And we, I uncovered something and I, I showed it to Colton here. I'm like, this is fucking wild. This is insane. A lot of stuff that happened in the African-American culture swept under the rug. In our backyard, where me and Colton live, some serious shit went the fuck down. And that is going to be our next heavy hitter. Actually, fun fact. Fun fact for you guys listening at home. That's a fun fact for me because I didn't know either. That you didn't know that that's going to be our next heavy hitter? No, <laughs> you didn't tell me. It's like, I told you it's going to be a two-parter. Yeah, but you didn't tell me what it is. <laughs> the uh, I'm cutting the audio. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I told I didn't you know that's what you were talking about. It's a, it's a big fucking. It's a, it's a heavy. It's a heavy. We place. should legit just cut out the the <laughs> report and just add my reaction. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just gonna be like, <laughs> I'm gonna censor it. You want me to censor it? Yeah, just ooh, bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't tell me. <laughs> like, oh, oh, that one. Are you fucking retarded? Well, obviously, yeah. I'm a peanut butter falcon. But guys, that was it. That was Robert Johnson, the man who sold his soul to the devil, the devil, to become the greatest. Well, let's say allegedly on that one. Allegedly sold his soul to the devil, the devil, to become the greatest blues player ever. If you have not listened to Robert Johnson music, please do so. You can check it out on Spotify or Apple Music, wherever the fuck you listen to your music. You can also check out our podcast on anywhere that you listen to your music, pretty much. We're on Google Pods. If you okay, you can't listen to music on Google Pods, but you know what I'm saying. You can check us out on Google Pods, Spotify, Apple Music, soon to be Stitcher, soon to be YouTube. Fun fact, we're going to be doing that. If Aiden can get his camera to work. Yeah, my camera. We were going to be recording this in like in video format at the beginning so we could post some shit TikTok and things like that. Uh, my camera broke. So, gotta go buy a new one. That sucks, fuck. I just... We're not... We're getting hit with a lot of whoopsie doopsies lately. And it's really starting to get... It's that's gonna it's, ir, it's irking my taters, dude. Make some tots. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, you son of a bitch. That's rude. Once again, like I said, check us out on all places you can get your podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. We have only six fucking followers on Twitter. I want that some bitch up. I just right. made a Twitter. Ma follow us, you piece of shit. <laughs> you do not follow us. You don't even follow your own podcast on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram at Dweller Archives. Twitter at Dweller Archives. Follow us on CodeAshFi uh, at Dweller Archives, obviously. I am on Instagram at AidMattSmee. And I am there as Father Ginger Avenger. There it is, Father Ginger Avenger. Go ahead, check us out. Give us a follow. Follow the podcast. Put on that little bell. Get those notifications going. Share send this to your memes. friends. Send us some, yeah, send us some spicy memes. We love memes. We, yeah, it gets us through the day. My name is Aiden, recovering from being sick. 
And I am Father Little Toes. Because that song is stuck in my head. Okay. <laughs> and we'll catch you next time. Praise the sun. Praise the sun.